Hi, and welcome to Spin Me a Tale, a podcast where Dewey and I, and sometimes our friends, convince each other to read some new books. It's kind of like a one-sided book club. Sometimes we may even branch out and talk about movies or TV shows, or even comic books and manga. Nothing is off limits. Disclaimer. All views and opinions expressed are strictly our own and do not represent the views or opinions of anyone else. So, without further ado, let let the the tale begin. begin. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12. Episode 12. Damn. Look at us go. I know, we're getting up there. So this will be episode 20. I feel like I say that every time. You do. Something similar. Yeah, because it's hard to believe that we're actually still doing this. Right. I thought like, oh. It's hard to believe that you haven't murdered me yet. <laughs> oh, there's been times. There's been <laughs> times, sir. <laughs> like five minutes ago before we just started. <laughs> Who decides five minutes that they want to do everything in the household and <laughs> just do stuff and do everything but record? I mean... Fine. You're like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. And maybe I want ice cream. Maybe I don't want ice cream. And you walk around. Spoiler alert, I got ice cream. Yeah, spoiler alert, he got ice cream. And we couldn't record for like a solid five minutes because he had to eat his ice cream. I'm not a quiet eater. No. I love ice cream. No, and he's tinking. Like, if this was an ASMR thing. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. You would have just been tinking away. Maybe one episode we can just do. We're not doing ASMR. No. Eat and read. No. No? That would be a really boring episode. True. We should do an episode where we're just, like, listening to me scream at characters in the book. Like, what the hell? Oh, yes, that would be great. Would it? Yes, everyone needs to experience that because I've experienced that and it's scary. If the characters did what the characters are meant to do, it would be fine. I'm just saying. This is why fanfic exists. This is why fanfic exists, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And this is why you write the fanfic because the characters do the thing and it's like, that's not what you're meant to do, sir. You did the wrong thing. Why would you do that? That is totally not you because you, as a reader, completely know what the author wrote this character in its intended uh. purposes for. And, um, yeah. I've only written one author a bad letter because I didn't appreciate what oh, they yeah, did. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was not happy. Mm. They never replied, but it's fine. They probably got a lot. I love the fact that we just started the episode like this because <laughs> it is very well into the book that I'm about to talk to you about. And I'm just so angry because an author hasn't done the right thing by the character. Yep. Okay. So I love that. And you'll see why very shortly. Do I need to write a very strongly worded letter to a writer? No. Are they dead? No. Okay, I'm just checking because I feel like that would be really awkward. Just the look you gave me was like, oh, my God. I'm so I sorry. I don't think so. He does update Twitter and stuff quite often, so Ooh. I think he's still around. Fair enough. He's not like Ooh. a ghost writer. Oh, oh I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing some really good puns tonight. <laughs> like, all of them we haven't recorded, but they've just been brilliant. That marriage. We haven't recorded because, like, it's in the background. You just have me going, ugh. Yeah, our marriage is in jeopardy. Please send help. Wow. <laughs> he hasn't appreciated any puns. It's because they're terrible. They're great puns. Mm. They're very punny. Anyway. <laughs> On to, <laughs> if, you, if this is your first time listening, 
Um, welcome. This is where we talk about books to rekindle Hi. our love for books. We just don't drone on about how our marriage is in jeopardy and he doesn't <laughs> appreciate any of my good puns. Um, <laughs> just Everything's saying. fine, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're all we're good. Great. We have a great relationship. <laughs> Um, but we are rekindling that love. I think this year alone I have managed to read seven books on my Goodreads. I'm pretty sure I'm up to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just books that we've uh, recommended to each other via the podcast. Um, so we recommend Some research into for yeah. the podcast. Research, that's right, because yes. we can claim it on tax. Research. Um, God, I hope no one from the ATO is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we are getting out of our comfort zones and we have friends that are recommending books and we are receiving mm. fan letters as well um, on what books we should read and what genres we should get into as well. Um, Matt has stepped out of his comfort zone and I have definitely, yeah, definitely stepped out of my comfort zone with some reading and so we hope to continue that. Yes. So this week Matt is recommending me a book. It's been a while. It'll, yeah. You haven't had a book from me for... A while. A little while. Yeah. And I hope that this one does a bit better than the last one. <laughs> I didn't hate the last one. If you haven't listened to the last episode, Matt recommended Hover Car Racer by Matthew Riley, great Australian author. It wasn't terrible. But as an adult reading it, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Which is fair. It's one of those, as a, as a 13, 14-year-old kid when you're reading it, perfect. As an adult... Yeah. Not so much. Not so much. Fair enough. Um, and I have I have someone that uh, a reader or, or listener, sorry, a, a reader. Listener. Well, a list, yeah. yeah, he did uh, back me up on. He, he confirmed my he did, yes. my feelings. Yes. Um, very strongly. Very strongly. So it'd be interesting. Hmm. So Matt. What book are you recommending to me? So, Ooh. once again, I'm recommending you the first book in a series. God damn it. But it is a lot smaller than the last book I recommended you that was part of the series. Okay. This one is titled Traitor's Blade, and it's by Sebastian D. Castell. Oh, I love that name. Right? So cool. All I've got going through my head is the TikTok Sebastian Stan. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I get that. That it. works. Yep. So, I mean, Brandon Sanderson was, what, 600 and something? 635. This one's only 372. Oh, it's a baby. It's a baby. It's a baby. So this is the first book in the Great Coats series. The Grey Coats? Great Coats. Okay, Great Coats. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Helps if I pronounce my words properly. <laughs> um, so, yes, I'll read you the blurb now if you're ready mm. for that. So the Great Coats, book one. The king is dead, the greatcoats have been disbanded, and Falcio Velmond and his fellow magistrates Kest and Brasti have been reduced to working as bodyguards for a nobleman who refuses to pay them. Things could be worse. Their employer could be lying dead on the floor while the three of them are forced to watch as the killer plants evidence, framing them for the murder. Oh wait, that's exactly what's happening. A royal conspiracy is about to unfold in the most corrupt city in the world, and it could mean the ruin of everything Falcio, Kest, and Brasti have fought for. If the trio want to unwind the conspiracy, save the innocents, and reunite the great coats, they'll have to do it with nothing but the tattered coats on their backs and the swords in their hands. 
because these days every noble is a tyrant, every knight is a thug, and the only thing you can really trust is a traitor's blade. Oh, I love that already. Right? It sounds very Three Musketeerish. It kind of is. Okay. So I think that that is kind of what it was modelled after okay. in a way, but at the same time it's not. Yep. So I think... It kind of took a bit the, of a spin. It is quite, I guess, swashbuckly and roguish, yep. things like that. Um, and it is kind of similar to the Three Musketeers, but in its own, it has its own thing. Okay. I just like how it's like, this is what could be happening, but oh, wait. Oh, wait. It is happening. That's like the whole level of sarcasm I'm used to. Like, yeah. I, I do in life. I love that. Mm. Okay. So they always say, like, never judge a book by its cover, but I I think that applies to everything except books. Yeah. Because you always judge a book by its cover. It looks really pretty on your shelf with it all the does. others. It does. The artwork on the, on the front is just incredible. So if anyone is yeah. able to get themselves a copy of this or at least have a look at it online, it's just beautiful. We'll have to post a picture up on our Facebook. Oh, definitely. I do like this. I like how this is one of the reviews on it is one hell of a good book. Yeah. I love that. That's absolutely not wrong. (laughs) So when you were reading it, it sounds like it's not book one, though. Like the king is dead. The great coats have been dismantled. Yeah, so this is set, obviously, after that's happened. But during the book, they do have flashbacks to things that happened before that. So when So is this like a prequel, but not a prequel? No. This is definitely the first book in the series, and it's the start of basically what's happened after the king has been. Okay, so you're coming in after all the great things have happened, and that's like, okay, now we're going to tell you everything that happened. Okay. So from what I myself have gathered through the books, by the sounds of it, their life before this point wasn't really that exciting. Yeah. Like there was excitement, but. There was no king's dead. Yeah. But all the exciting parts do get covered in the the books. Mm. Yeah. So there are quite a few flashbacks and it goes through that. Fair enough. Yeah. I like it. I just, and it sounds very mysterious. So is it like a mystery kind of thing or there are elements of that but it's not really the main focus okay yeah you're mainly following these these guys as they try to see Mm. what's happening so it's it's a first person book through falcio's eyes yeah so it's all sort of obviously what he sees yeah what he feels and stuff like that oh i like it it's pretty cool oh i do like a good first person yeah I'm going to try not to read it while you're telling me about the book. Oh, that's all right. I did that with your <laughs> The Messenger. Oh, no, the, second the one. Messenger, that's right. Yeah, I'm trying to explain to you and you're already mm. like halfway through Chapter 1. I'm yeah. like, wow, well, this is going to be great. That's how you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Very true. So tell me more. So, I mean, as you've probably gathered, it, it focuses on Falcio, Kest, and Brasti. Yep. Um, so each of these guys have their own unique talents, which is very much explored throughout the the book. Yep. Um, so they're, I mean, when they were part of the, I guess, the king's kind of royal guard. Musketeers. The musketeers. I don't know um, if that, sorry if that's copyright, but that's the other thing I could think of. I feel like it would be. 
The yeah. Great Coats. The Great Coats. They called the Great okay, Coats. The Great Coats. Sorry. And now it just sounds like you're saying like it's a spin-off from the Brown Coats from Firefly. Sorry, oh. this is like my brain right now. Kitchen you. I'm sorry. Apologies. No, that's okay. No, no. <laughs> Fair enough. So they have their own um, titles, which was assigned to them when they were part of, I guess, the King's Guard. Yep. Um, as the Great Coats. So Falcio is called the King's Heart. Brasty is called the King's Arrow, and Kest is the King's Blade. Oh. So these that'll make more sense as you read through. Is there a, find out more about them? Is it a cheat sheet in the back of the book, like you didn't tell me about for Brandon Sanderson, or do you have? Is no, it, actually, there's not. Oh, okay. No, not in this one. Okay, that's unfortunately. cool. Just checking because I had to try and remember the entire there time. There is a website okay. that goes through. I, I know it definitely goes through all the characters in the book, but I don't think it explains the roles and the ranks. Else, yeah. Okay. But it's it's pretty obvious once you yeah read a little bit into it. Um, yeah, so the Great Coats is the order that the three characters belong, three main characters belong to, which was created by King Palis. Yep. So they're kind of the Secret Service, I guess, mm-hmm. or the King's Guard, or they were before he was assassinated. Yeah. I mean, that kind of, yeah, poor guy. Kind of comes into it. Um, so basically what they're doing throughout this book is they're setting out to fulfill the king's final orders to each of them so he gave them each final orders because he knew he was going to be assassinated he knew this was all happening and there was this grand conspiracy and what whatever i love a good conspiracy yeah so they each have their own final orders and they only know themselves okay so they haven't told each other and they have their own thing so they're, they're all so working together and a part of the same unit, but they don't tell each other what their quest yeah. or their mission is? So they're basically, they're the only people that they've got left. Oh. Basically, yeah. Because before this, their entire life was to serve the king. Yeah. So they've all they've got left. But they've each got a final mission each. Yes. But they don't know what each person's final mission is. I don't think so. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe they do. <laughs> But it has been a while since I've read this book as well. Oh. Yes. Okay. So there was there was a lot more than just three great coats. Yep. But unfortunately when the the revolution happened, I guess, and the king was assassinated, a lot of them kind of went with the new ruler or the new tyrant. No, they, or they just like disbanded. died defending the king, basically. Oh, that's noble. That was their kind of job as well, some of them. Yep. Yeah, so That's these three guys are the, the last they're like, of the last. Yeah. Yeah. They stayed loyal. So they're the, the three main characters that we focus on, but we also meet um, Aline and Valiana, mm-hmm. who become important to the story as well. So they're big characters in this one too, Ooh. which you will find out hopefully. Yay. <laughs> um, and the characters in this book are my absolute favorite thing about the whole thing they each have their own personality and they're just they're amazing okay so they're not just like your your normal kind of characters they each complement each other like most characters do yes but you can really like so i mean probably the the best way to kind of explain it is you think of them as like aragorn legolas and gimli from lord of the rings yeah because so I don't want to 
get into it too much because I feel like that's kind of bordering on a spoiler. Yep. Um, so I'll just say that. Okay. And then you will find out why Ooh. as you get into it. Ooh, so I love what I love the most about these about the characters in this story is how they're so different, but they're so similar. Okay. So like they, they do have their own obviously separate personalities, everything like that, but they play off each other. Yep. And they have such a great bond between the three of them and it's just it's just incredible. I love the characters that Sebastian de Castell creates and just he makes sure that they all complement each other really yeah well. they do but obviously there's you know conflict and, and stuff like that which is which is bound to happen um but they're not just like copied and pasted yeah people they're their own unique individuals yeah i guess so that's my absolute favorite thing about this um another thing i love is the action There is so much action in this book. Okay. It honestly, I struggled to put it down (laughs) with the amount of action that's in it. It was, there's like, there's sword fights, there's battles of wits, there's scheming. I do love a good scheme. Everything you could ask for. I love a good conspiracy and I love a good scheme. Okay. There's plenty of that. Ooh. It's great. Okay. And the battles that happen in the book are just something else there's it's not like you know sword fights and yay we won it's like they fight dirty they use tactics that are just unexpected and you just do not see coming oh and it's just amazing and they do the play-by-play like it's um i know in other authors writing like when they do the play-by-play they say you know he does this and this and this and then at the same time that like the way it's written is it's smooth, like it's not. Yeah, it's definitely smooth. Okay. Yeah. Because I know some so of you know, like you can picture exactly what's happening. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Who's where? Who's doing what? I'm really good at explaining what I mean, but like <laughs> the smooth writing, because like I hate it when it's like, um, you read some stories and when they are explaining the play by play of the fight, they keep going, you know, he did this. And this happened and whatnot, but then you have like the next paragraph. It's like okay, but at you know all of this has just happened, but then you have to read the next paragraph, which is everything that happened while he was doing that. Mm. Like you know, it's like if you kind of have it like one after the other. Yeah. Like, he did this. He did this. Or she did this. She did that. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree yeah. with you on that. That's it's frustrating because it's like okay, so this has all happened, but let's like back up a step. Yeah. And this is happening at the same time. It's like well. And then I'm trying, I'm like struggling to. You struggle to see think it. of it, and you're just like, okay, but she just pulled out a gun and shot him, shot her, like, or him three times. But then at the same time, when she was shooting him three times, your other person's decided to come out with a shield. So when she shot him, you're like, oh, well, great. She shot him three times. Actually, turns out he's defended yeah. it. It's like, hang on, now I've got to think about how that would work because. Mm, yeah. yeah. You definitely need it to flow like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I like. Like, I don't read many action books, mm-hmm. um, but the flow yes. is very important. Definitely. I like a good flowy action scene. For sure. Okay. There's and definitely a lot of that. And Sebastian definitely ticks that. Absolutely. Oh. 100%. So I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to give away, like, the actual story. That's valid. But that's definitely the main points for me. Fair enough. I feel. 
I'm just yeah. reading about the author in the back. Oh, yes. I forgot about that section. You so, like to read it out to us. Sebastian D. Castell, that's how that's I one. Yep. I has believe. had just finished a degree in archaeology when he started work on his first dig. Four hours later, he realised how much he hated archaeology mm-hmm. and left to pursue a very focused career as a musician, ombudsman. I think I pronounced that one right. Interaction designer, fight choreographer. Oh, see, that would be why they flow so smoothly. Okay. Teacher, project manager, actor, and product strategist. He lives in Vancouver, Canada with his wife. I, <laughs> you do all of that work to get a degree in archaeology and realize, duh, yep. bad idea. Okay. So he's lived a life. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's very interesting. Oh, I like He's still quite young, I think, as well. Oh, I'm not going to read the book because I don't want to do that while we're recording. (laughs) But, okay. I'm not going to do a you. I don't like how we've made that a thing now, but I would not read a book (laughs) while we are recording because that would be rude. But I suppose if you'd been a fight um, choreographer, that would be a huge, huge, like, one up on action writing because then you know how it's going to flow because you would have had to have written it out for scripts or plays or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of (laughs) cool. I want to do that now. Now we come to the ever-important bookworms yes Yes. so if this is your first time listening we have our rating system of how many bookworms we would give a book um so five being the wormiest of bookworms one being the lowest um these are rated on all kind of scales character mine is length um author descriptions you name it we have very diverse ranking of our bookworms so matt what are you giving this book how many worms so this book i would actually give 4.2 to 4.5 so it's a very wormy it's a book. very wormy book for me oh is that the highest worm we've had so far i think i don't know have we had a no we haven't had a five we haven't had a five yet not yet. Okay. Oh. That's interesting because Ooh. the next three books in this series, I would absolutely give a five. Okay. Yes. So this is very much like my recommendation to you, the first book. Like yes. The first book I gave you was a good one, but it's not my five star. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So cool. the next three books, 100%, five out of five. Great. Fantastic books. But this one. This one. Slightly. I'm not sure what it is for me, whether it's the setup, whether there's things that don't get answered in this book that do get answered later on. There's definitely in the the later books, there's plot twist after plot twist, and it's like trying to keep up with that is like just phenomenal and it like blows your mind completely. Yeah. This one, there's not as much of that because it's kind of the setup. Yeah. So you learn about the characters, you learn what's going on in the world, what's – it's basically setting up for the next three books. Okay. 
Yeah. So this book is the, the being the first book, it's the lead-in. It's yeah, the definitely. dipping your toes in the water thing if you're going to continue mm. and then you pick up the next books. Okay. Mm. So I don't often um, gasp out loud when I'm reading a book. I'm like <laughs> thinking in my head like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. But I remember reading the other books in this series and I was like, like every few pages I'd like, have my hand like over my mouth like oh my god like, oh no yeah, he didn't pretty much oh so, are you a, do you gasp in your mind you're like oh, a, i definitely do okay yeah some very verbal gasper. as you know yes. from my reading yeah i'm a very loud yes. reader yes sorry no that's fine um just scares the heck out of me <laughs> you do it, but that's okay <laughs> keeps the marriage alive <laughs> But okay, so this is a very, very wormy book, very exciting, very, so. very... <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> okay. I'm very excited. I've kind of already read like maybe the first page in a mm. bit. Um, That's a good sign, I think. When we when we paused for a little bit mm. um, to, to get drinks and I'd already started reading, so I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm glad. Ooh. I can't wait for you to read this book. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I love it so much. I do get excited with the books that you recommend. They're completely mm. not what I would read. That's good. And That's then, why we're here. Exactly. Yes, this is true. But yeah, you do have some interesting books. And then when I start reading them, like you didn't tell me anything about this. Like mm-hmm. the first. Because I don't want to give too much away. But this, I will let you know with this book, there is swearing. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of swearing. So like language warning, I guess, if, if our listeners are going to get into this one. <laughs> so I'm reading the, like I'm onto the second page and there's already swearing. There's already a couple of F-bombs. Yeah, and I'm like, but we just, I feel like that's something you should have disclosed. I probably should have. I mean, I'm still going to read like it. it's more fun that way. Okay. Well, like, regard, regardless of if there are, like, the F-bombs being dropped or whatever, mm. like, I'm still going to read it. Good. But it's like, oh, oh, okay. Yep, we're just, clearly we're just jumping straight into that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just feel like there's always something you haven't told me. And you're like, oh, we probably should have mentioned that. Do you think? Like, no. no? Okay. No, it's not as much fun. <laughs> you just like me Because then I get you. those moments where you come up to me and you're like, what the hell? You never told me about this. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That was on purpose. See, it's different because when we start watching a TV show together, I always bug Matt, like, what just happened? What's this? And he always <laughs> goes, we have the same information. Yeah. I know nothing here. But when every it, time. Every time. But when we have books that I know he's read, I go up to him and be like, what the hell? And then I still don't give anything. He still doesn't give me anything. Like, you have to read it. Yeah. But, like, I feel. Read and find out. No, but I should, you should be able to give me at least something. Be like, okay, so you've read this bit. Yeah, okay. I might be able to do that. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Because I don't know, you always recommend series. That's true. Yeah. That's because I've only really read Series. I haven't read many standalone novels. You're not a stand. You're not a standalone guy, are you? No. You don't like that. You like the slow continuation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that's a terrible thing to do. Like, how dare you only ever read series? But you know, Mm. the authors clearly have you wrapped around their fingers because you only ever read the series. But this is good because then they know you're going to be invested. Yes. Like Robert Jordan with all of his books. Yeah. Like he knew people were not going to like just, okay, cool. Thanks, dude. 
I feel like that's a series that I'm going to have to finish, like, when I retire. <laughs> when I'm, like, 90. No, you just... I feel maybe this is a sign where you just need to travel around Australia and then you just listen Ooh. to them because by the time oh, you like leave that. where we are and you get maybe down to Melbourne, like you go all the way up the top, mm. so hit Broome, Darwin, go all around the top end of Australia and then go all the way down the um, other side, when you hit Melbourne, you maybe have gotten up to book eight. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. But then you can read the or listen to the rest as you come back across the Nullarbor. True. There's a little like. I like that. Did you know I was thinking of the maths geometry? No. <laughs> Geography? Geography. There we the, go. The, the, the map one, yeah. The map one, yes. <laughs> and that way you don't have to, like, you know, carry a whole bunch of books. It's true. You know, I believe they're all on Audible. Um, we yeah. should probably be, like, sponsored by Audible, just saying. <laughs> um, but you Maybe know, one day. Maybe one day. We can. Down the track. We can slide it in there like, hey, Audible, um, because that way you can just keep driving, mm. or, you know. Even when you put it on the side of the road, you don't have to carry all those books as you're traveling. That's true. Yeah. I feel like we've gone off topic. I know we have. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're just telling you how the best way to read the Robert Jordan yes. series is, which you read after you've read... Sebastian de Castell's Traitor's Blade. Because this is a very thin book. It is compared to the other ones that I've given you. This one's I know. the I... smallest so far. Yeah, this is very much like the book I just oh, You already have reading. a bookmark. I, love I already have a bookmark. I, I have a theory about bookmarks. So no one ever actually has a proper bookmark. It's always like the receipt. Mm. You're a weird guy. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, just calling. Fine. Bookmarks are always the thing that you, you have the receipt. Yeah, or... there's definitely like a scrap piece of paper or. Yeah. yeah. Um, Banana peel. Yeah. Or sometimes you get a free bookmark when you buy the book. True. Yeah. We do have a bookshop near where we are who every time you buy a book you get a bookmark a bookmark of their business yeah that's very clever marketing i love that yeah and they're really good quality ones too yeah we should do bookmarks mm. Mm. but i sorry completely again off subject every really time. sorry every time. <gasps> uh, so many tangents happening. so many tangents we well i will let you know my opinions on this excellent i'm kind of excited and I believe next episode is you giving your opinion on the book I recommended. The audio book you recommended. The audio book I recommended, mm. which I'm very excited for. Me too. Yeah. Again, we're not it's sponsored by Audible yet. Um, but it's definitely different listening to an audio book. Absolutely. It's, it's been an experience, but I'll get more into that next Ooh. episode. Um, but if you do have any, I guess, comments, reviews, feedback, um, if you'd like to reach out to us, say hey, anything like that, we do have a Gmail account that you can email us at. We love reading emails from our fans and we do Always. reply back as well. Um, our Gmail is spinmeatail21 at gmail.com. Yeah. If you don't want us to read your email on our podcast please just pop, pop a note in there if not we do tend to read them out we do also have a facebook so you can find us on facebook at spin me a tale where we post some memes post new episodes kind of few things we are working on doing a behind 
the microphone. So we do like a little bit of a profile on each of us so you kind of see our faces. Um, and One of these days we'll get onto that. <laughs> if you just stopped moving so I could take a decent photo of you where you're not like a blurb or blur, sorry, um, it'd be great. Nah. Um, we do also have photos that we do need to post of our beautiful podcast buddies that are yes. always with us while we're recording. They're our fair babies because we have to record with them being in the room. Otherwise, we can't record. <sighs> it's a mission. There'd be a lot of background noise if they weren't in the room. Oh my god! I don't have a we we don't have a soundproof room for that. No, we don't. No, I don't think anybody has a room that's soundproof <laughs> enough for that. But if you do have anything you'd like to share, any books you would recommend, any opinions on any books that we have reviewed in the past, please let us know. If anyone's read this series that I've just recommended or this book that I've just recommended, let us know. Yeah. Um, If you are reading along with us, so if you've read through the books that we have recommended as well, let us know. So if you have read the first book that I recommended, Matt, and you've got some hot takes on it yeah. please let us know absolutely exactly if we get we enough of those ones we will do like a, a special like in between episode like we do with our in between authors and reading all of those little hot takes that people have of those books um because i always think it's really fun i like oh, definitely and i, I love love, love seeing where people are listening from we have people in the u.s the uk ireland spain france everywhere so all over yeah all over please share us with your friends family anywhere um we really appreciate it um and sharing with us with with everybody we like seeing where we are in the world yeah for sure yes good times good times but please reach out to us on facebook or our gmail account and sharing us around it really helps us as a small little podcast like us get up there um but yes that yeah don't really have anything else no, to say. I'm very keen to get started. You've covered it all. You, you've, yeah. I'm no, sorry. No, no, it's great. <laughs> but I'm very excited to start this book. Yes, I'm excited for you to start it. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Excellent. Till next time. Till next time. Good night. Good night.